is good what is good everybody welcome to the servers gridiron podcast this is episode 11 and i said 11 as like 11 11 like almost 11 30 <laughs> yes this is episode 11 and then we got a great treat for y'all what we are doing this time is we are talking about those those sleepers dog those sleepers yeah. the ones that you should be considering up in the late rounds of this NFL draft that's coming up. I know everybody's getting close to drafting everything. It's draft season. But uh, how you feeling over there, Mr. Uh, Chris? I am doing well. Um, what up, my good people? Shalom. I'll come to you, to everyone. And if you don't know what that means, that is peace be unto you in Hebrew. So I want to give my peace and blessings to everyone. I've been working on a new intro. That's going to be my intro. Shalom, I came to everyone. And if you're a bad person, shalom, I came to you too. So maybe you can become good. Hey, man. There's some bad people out I there. I know, right? So they, they need some peace. But when, they need it. Yeah, and you want to know something? There's some bad drafters up in y'all's draft too. So take advantage of <laughs> right. it. Take advantage of it. That take advantage of them. Definitely got to take advantage of them. But yeah, this is uh, episode 11, the uh, sleepers. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some guys who we think who y'all should be considering in this year, 2023 draft and for redraft and for dynasty. So we're going to get this thing going and... Let's talk about the sleepers, sleepers, sleepers. All right, Mr. K. Camp, your first sleeper that you have is Mr. Jeff Wilson Jr. All right, people, bear with me. So, Jeff, now this is contingent on Jonathan Taylor not signing with the Dolphins, obviously, right? He's not there yet, so we're going to assume that he's not going to be with the Dolphins. So, if he's not with the Dolphins, Jeff Wilson is, uh, what is his underdog? ADP, let me use underdog. Uh, can you find it out for me, Christian? His underdog ADP. Um, so Jeff was he received more guaranteed money. He will be the week one starter, provided JT is not there. Um, he knows Mike's system and he's efficient. And he's 27 years old. We all know that Raheem Mostert can't stay healthy, and he's 31. And last year, Jeff Wilson finished as as RB two in 53% of his games, which was better than AK. So. Um, I just think that with the plethora of running backs that they have there in Miami, um, and if they don't get JT, Jeff Wilson will be a sleeper. What's his ADP? You got to pull it up. He is RB52 right now. RB52. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Jeff Wilson, um, that would be a great sleeper for somebody to sleep on. To sleep on. <laughs> somebody to uh, to get deep later in the draft. Okay. Okay, I like that. I like that. And 
for my sleeper, I know a lot of y'all been seeing what he's been doing already in the preseason. And we are going down to that missed that that nice uh, little city in Duval. Duval. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Mr. Tank Bixby, y'all. I'm talking about the rookie straight out of Auburn. That is one guy who you should be considering, even though right now we already know what he's been doing and hearing from the coach, he's starting to carve himself yes. a nice role just to even take on more advantage of what he's doing right now. Right now for for up in underdogs ADP, he is ranked RB40. RB40, and that his average draft position is around it's letting us know like around like a hundred and twenty, which is roughly around, uh, which is which is roughly like around ten and ten and eleven. Which personally, I think he's personally going to outperform that mm-hmm. easily based off of what he's been doing already up in the up in the preseason. So if you have not considered taking taking Bisme up earlier than than the tenth and, and then eleventh round. You should consider it because he can end up being that RB three tier running back for you that could potentially do RB two numbers this year. I think personally. So next up, we have Mister Mister K Cam has Mister Hayden Hurst. Mister Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Okay. Talk to us about Mister Hayden Hurst. So let's talk about Hayden Hurst. So Hayden Hurst. Um, you know he's with the Carolina Panthers, right? And we know what's a rookie. What's most quarterbacks' best friend, right? Their go to when it's 38, 37, your tight end. And what does a rookie need? Rookie need the rookie needs a good tight end. So I'm going with Hayden Hurst. He can lead, I think he can lead the team in targets and receptions. And he'll be a great rookie uh target for Bryce Young. His current ADP is tight end 27. 27. So I think he can outperform that. You got Tyler Conklin in front of him. I think he'd be thinking he'd be Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Taysom Hill. So I think he can pass that tight end 27. Let everybody sleep on Hayden Hurst, but you don't sleep on Hayden Hurst. Y'all don't sleep. I know this episode is about these sleepers, dog, but do not sleep on Hayden Hurst. So he had Mr. Hayden Hurst at tight end. So I'm going I'm to bring a little another tight end from the same division. I'm talking about Mr. Jawan Johnson. Mm. I know y'all might have seen him before. In in these previous episodes, and if you didn't go and check out the previous episodes that like we talked about, like the must-haves, Mr. Juwan Johnson is a guy who is a sleeper. I think personally, I'm really high on Mr. Juwan Johnson right Dude. now because currently, right now, his his um ADP is currently at tight end 19. 19. And I know there's a lot of people out there that actually plays up in those superflex leagues, which and then those tight end premiums. So if you're playing up in a tight end premium and based off where he's getting drafted, he's tight end 19 and his ADP is 166.3. Mm-hmm. So what's that? Like roughly around like around 14, 15 where he's going? Maybe 16? I don't know. I can't do the math right now off the top of my head, but he's going up in the later rounds. I think around 13. Yeah, like around 13, 14. So with him going in rounds 13 and 14, the one thing that that we have to realize this year is that Mr. Jawan Johnson has Derek Carr coming over. And when Derek Carr was playing for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, he was big up on tight ends. 
And I don't know if anybody has watched any of the preseason games with the Saints and like the first stream starters. The his go-to guy who he has been looking at on the regular has been Mr. Jawan Johnson. Hey. And and like what we talked about before, tight, uh, quarterbacks like to have that that go-to target, that uh, blanket guy. And we do know that the New Orleans Saints does have other wide receivers out there, like Mr. Michael Thomas, who is finally healthy back. Then he also has Mr. Crystal Lively. And then up in the backfield, they have Mr. Alvin Kamara. But you still need your blanket in Mr. Juwan Johnson. I think Mr. Juwan Johnson is going to end up doing great things this year for you. So be on the lookout in those later rounds. Go and try to grab Mr. Juwan Johnson so he can lead you to a nice fantasy football championship. So up next, we have we decided to stay up, up in the tight end realm, Go y'all. We decided to stay up in the tight ends. So, Mr. K. Camp, you got Mr. Jake Ferguson in here. Let's let, let's hear something about Mr. Jake Ferguson. Okay, so Jake Ferguson, he is right now. He's tight in tight in twenty, right behind right behind Jawan Johnson. Um, Dalton Schultz is gone, right? So, who's going to get those targets? Next up, Jake Ferguson. Um, Dak has already praised him, and Dak is anticipating a breakout. I'm not sure if that's all talk. We're gonna roll with it. We're gonna understand that. He had three catches in the season opener, and he's a tight end one for the Cowboys. So um, don't sleep on Jake Ferguson. I think he can do something. I think he can outperform his ADP at tight end 20 this year with Schultz going. Okay, okay, okay. It seemed like we uh we getting close to being the numbers. It seemed like we went and found some gems down there yeah. up, in, up in the tight end position in the areas. Because I am bringing up another Titan, and a lot of people, I don't know if y'all been listening to the other other episodes, but your boy, right now, I am high on these rookie Titans coming out of this year. I'm really high on these rookie Titans. So I had to bring up one of the sleepers who I think y'all should be also targeting is Mr. Luke Musgrave for the Green Bay Packers. The reason why I'm saying you need to target this fellow, Mr. Luke Musgraves, is because of the, of the praise he's been getting from the coaching staff already. Talking about this dude can end up being. Probably. Now, I'm not comparing him to this player, but Uh-oh. people have been comparing him to. Uh-oh. Is he like uh, Mr. Travis Kelsey? Oh, whoa. And I'm like, whoa. That's kind of some high praise for a rookie. Right. That's first time I heard if, Yes. Like, there have been big talks on, like, seeing, like, is he like Travis Kelsey? Yes. When it comes to his, uh, has, as he's been, like, doing training camp and everything. But also, what a lot of people don't realize, too, as well, is, like, who is his uh, QB? We all know who his QB is, and that's Mr. Jordan Love. And we know what Jordan Love ended up doing. He sat behind Mr. Aaron Rodgers for the past couple of years. So he got that expert toolage. But we already know Aaron Rodgers ain't ain't teach him anything because that's <laughs> just the way Aaron Rodgers is. But he had to learn from, from his vision and then doing uh, his uh, mental reps. Jordan Love been doing mental reps for uh, for the past two years. Two years or three years? Until, is it two? Mm, I think it's... Is it two or three? Probably three. Probably three. But like I'm talking about like... Yeah. And and the one thing about us knowing that with Jordan Love being its first year 
as as a number one starter, he's going to need that blanket person, just like what all all QBs need. And Mr. Luke Musgrave has the potential to end up outperforming his ADP, which is right now tight end 22. Tight end 22, where his pick range is around 174. So whenever you're thinking about these these sleeper guys, you want to think about players that 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 some of your league makes won't even think about. And Mr. Luke Musgrave is one of those guys who you should consider, especially with Jordan Love being his first year as a starter. He's definitely going to be hitting those dinks and dunks down to Mr. Luke Musgrave. So the next set of sleepers who we have to talk about, we go into that, we go into that wide receiver room. And we're going to have to talk about Mr. K. Kemp. Let us know a little something, something about Mr. Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims. So I lost something. I lost my notes. I don't know where they're at. My computer's acting up. But we're going to just go with the flow of the top of my head. Uh, I apologize in advance. So Marvin Mims, he was Sean Payton's first pick as head coach with Denver Broncos. He got in in the late second round. Uh, he's right now he's wide receiver mm-hmm. sixty four. Um, uh, he had a he's five eleven. He runs a four four. Um, I'm we're banking on oh that's what that's what it was. Kenny Hamlet right? Kenny, KJ Ham KJ Hamlet yep. is hurt. He's out. Tim Patrick is hurt. He's out. Marvin Mills moves into that wide receiver three spot for the Denver Broncos. The Either Jerry Judy or Corlin Sutton will be gone in 2024. So that gives him an even even higher opportunity to move into wide receiver two coming up next year. But I think he will outperform his, his ADP. Just for the sheer fact, I think that, that was Sean Payton's first pick as head coach of the um of the Denver Broncos. And with them losing Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler, he moved their wide receiver three spot. So don't sleep on Marvin Mims. Okay, Mr. Marvin Mims. Everybody, don't y'all be sleeping on, on Mr. Marvin Mims out there. Go on and stash him up in the late rounds. Where do you think he can end up being? Like, you think he'll be like, uh, like a flex option potentially, or is he like a bye week filler? Um, I think right now, I think he's a bye week filler. I, I would go to his flex option because he's still wide receiver three, right? We still need to see mm-hmm. what Russell has. Is Russell back? I think he is back. Um, that first game he has to rush, but the second game, uh, it was reported that he was supposed to play like I think maybe three or four series. He played one mm-hmm. series, so that tells me that Sean Payton saw what he wanted. He's good. Let's get him out of here. Let's get him out. So let's let's rest him up. So I think that he he's he's got some more faith in Russell Wilson. So yeah, I probably would put him as a as a flex after, but definitely wide receiver three to four in that range. Okay. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all don't be sleeping up on Mr. Marvin Mims. Go on, stash him up in your draft so he can be that potential wide receiver three and four for you. And my wide receiver that I had to bring up is Mr. Jahan Dotson. And the reason why I'm bringing up Mr. Jahan Dotson, I know this, everybody's seen what he did as a rookie. But what you got to remember this year, they got a new OC in Mr. Eric Bainemi. And a lot of people have already said that they said that Mr. Jahan Donson has Tyreek Hill potential Whoa. in Mr. Eric Benambi's commander's offense. 
Who is that? He has the potential. You're coming up with this. They they have said that he has Tyreek Hill potential. Is he running like that? That he has Tyreek Hill potential in this offense. And we all know what Tyreek Hill has done in this Mr. Eric Bainemi's offense. But also what you have to realize, too, is where he's actually being drafted. He's at wide receiver 38. Oh, okay. Yeah. And his his draft position is right around um, ADP. It's like 73. Mm-hmm. So when you're considering Mr. Jahan Dotson, he has the potential to be your wide receiver three, your, your lock wide receiver three. But he can vault up into that yeah. low tier two, potential high tier high tier, uh, low tier twos, and then like high tier twos, depending on how he ends up playing to, with uh, Mr. Sam Howe. And we have seen Mr. Sam Howe has been cooking yes. throughout this preseason. Yes. So Sam Howe has got himself back together. People was thinking about, oh, what's going to happen with, with Sam Howe? Is he really going to perform this year up and coming? But then you have to realize they have a new OC, also, with the new OC, they just got a new owner. So, Mr. Dan Snyder is out of here. Get him out of so, here. you don't have to worry about that. There's a new philosophy and, a, and then a new leadership trying to bring in, and they're trying to plant their stamp this year. They're starting off with Sam Howe. Ron Rivera is already up on the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, he is. Rivera being on the hot seat right now, that's why they had to bring in that OC, Mr. Eric Ben and me. And with Eric being me he is going to put his touch on he actually wants to show the nfl that no it wasn't mr andy reed that was calling all those plays it was actually myself calling all those plays (laughs) i was the one so he has a big task but with him having a big task jahan dotson is a guy that you want to grab in your drafts just so you can get a piece of that pie and let's just say he does turn into Tyreek S, hmm. which we already know that is not it's that's gonna be a tall task. But right. for him to use him like Tyreek Hill, that is gonna be the best thing for that offense and it's gonna open up a lot of windows for uh Sam Howell, especially with Scary Terry being their number one, then the backfield they have Antonio Gibson and then Brian Robinson. The the Washington Commanders might be a scary offense if they end up clicking on all cylinders under Eric Bieniemy leading the the forefront. Since you mentioned scary, also scary Terry, he just he, he has a turf toe or he injured his toe, so you know those things can linger. So look for John, mm-hmm. look for John Jahan Dotson to even, might even take even more of a step. When Scary Terry's out. So, yes. Definitely sleeper. Because also, last year, you have to remember, he was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. And then most rookies, it takes them about a year it just does. to get involved. Yeah. To adjust in, into the system. For example, his his receptions last year was 35 for 523 yards. Average 14.9 yards. Uh, like. That was his average, and then his long was 61 yards, but he had seven touchdowns. 
So he had seven touchdowns in that type of offense that, that was ran last year. And I think the last OC was, I think it was, uh, let me lie. Uh, who was it? It was uh, Shula. No, not Shula. Uh, his son was, uh, his son was for the Chargers. Or no, his uh, uh, head coach was. Schoenheimer? No. He used to be, be the head coach for the Chargers back in the day. And Martin Sharp, it ain't Martin Sharp, no? I thought it was him. No, it was uh, I forgot what his name was. If y'all remember who the <laughs> OC was for, <laughs> he used to be the old Carolina Panthers OC. That's the reason why I know. Oh. I just can't remember his name. Mm. But his uh, his dad used to be the the uh, head coach for the Chargers. Oh, and yeah, go and look that up because his dad used to be head coach for the Chargers before uh, what's the name got there? Who before who? For uh, Staley got there. Oh, he, he that, took over for Staley. Oh, that recent. Okay, I was thinking. I was thinking back in the day with Philip Rivers. I think it was Like I think he's been out of the league for at least five, six years now. Anthony Lynn? No, it was before Anthony Lynn. But then, so yeah, who's before Anthony Lynn? Hmm. North yeah. Turner. Yes, North Turner. His son was was the OC. Yes, I couldn't see. It's Good thing good. for Google, y'all. Right? Good thing for Google. I do. But North Turner's yeah. son was the OC last year for the Washington Commanders, and since the offense wasn't doing what they wanted to do, that's why they brought in Mister Eric Benemy. And Ron was on the hot seat, so now he can't say, "Hey, it, it wasn't my OC." Right. So, I know we kind of went down like a little tangent here, but y'all do uh, not forget to John Dotson to take on Mister Jahan Dotson that potential tier two for you that you can put up in your in your flex and and be happy about it. Don't forget, Mister Jahan Dotson, everybody. And our last but not least sleepers that you need to consider. So, Mr. K Camp, you have Mr. Uh, Keontae Ingram. I honestly forgot I had Keontae Ingram when I told you. Uh, Tell me a little something, something about Mr. Keontae Ingram. We're about to go on top of the dome. I forgot I was supposed to put my nose down. And I didn't put my nose down. I'm going to go on top of the dome for uh, Keontae. Um, so, Keontae Ingram, damn defensive head coach. We know that they're going to run the ball. And um, who's your starting running back? What's his name? What's my man's name? James Conner. James Conner. James Conner's a physical runner. He's bound to get hurt, right? He's bound to get hurt at some point in time. I think he's been hurt every year he's been in the league. Maybe. He didn't get hurt last year, I don't think. He didn't? He didn't get hurt last year. No, nah, he didn't get hurt last year at all. In Torrezante. Um, okay, so, yeah, Keontae Ingram. I had my notes. I don't know what happened to him. Um, Dang, he RB 68. RB 68. I, I can't believe I don't have the notes down for him. Um, but, yeah, Keontae Ingram is um, would be my sleeper. Running back 68. He's a physical runner. Uh, he's six foot two fifteen. I want to say he ran a. I want to say he ran a four four in the at the combine. Um, but yeah, he was drafted in the sixth round, and I just think that he could get pretty good for, for the Cardinals. So, are you saying that he is a good sleeper because we think that um, we're not trying to say players are going to get injured, but that's part of the game. 
but you're thinking that he's carving himself out that RB two role within um within Arizona. Yeah, yeah, he will be starting season. He will be the RB two, no doubt. He will be the RB two so, for the Carolina for the for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So with him being that RB two, what kind of like give us some t- type of uh, estimates that you think he can end up doing for them? Because last year he really didn't get that much work. He only had uh, twenty seven attempts for uh, sixty yards, which is only two point two yards a carry. So what do you think he's going to end up doing this year? And he was a six round draft pick too, as well. So what is it going? What is it going to take for him to be able to take on that role from Mister James Conner? Well, I just think James Conner's getting old in the tooth. I just think he's getting long in the tooth, right? Uh, he's, going to, mm-hmm. he's been he's with the start with the Steelers, now he's with the Cardinals. He has a bit of an injury history, and um, I just think I just think that now that Keontae has solidified himself as as their RB two, watch out for him. If if Conner goes down, yeah, watch out. Okay, okay. And we also know that that there's a new era out there in with the Cardinals, so they are going to be behind. So also, y'all don't don't be sleeping, man. We know uh we know y'all can get sleepy sometimes. What the defense don't be sleeping on Mister? They run the ball. They run the ball and play defense. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he's been, and that he's, was your, he's been pretty good in preseason too. That was your uh, OC though, right? From uh. From the from the, I mean not OC the uh, DC from from the Eagles. Is that where he that's went? Where end, you know, after they that's leave where you the end up going. After they leave the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even, I don't think about you no more after you, after you leave my team. Okay. I mean, okay, I, I, okay. I respect Shane Steichen. I appreciate him he's with the with the with the coach. So I do want him to do well. But yeah. Okay, okay. You got his and, your, your number five. And I had to – my number five sleeper out there that I had to bring in a QB up in here. I had to bring in Mr. Jordan Love. Jay I had Love. Jay Love. And please don't uh, get me, y'all, but my spelling is uh, it's off. I Jordan. Uh, his name. It's all good. Jordan. It's all good. <laughs> I misspelled his name, but I'm going to end up correcting that. But uh, Mr. Jordan Love. I am. This is another guy that I'm. I'm actually intrigued on this year. I want to see what he's going to be able to do because now we everybody knows he's not um, underneath Mister Aaron Rodgers anymore. He's actually having his opportunity this year just to be the number one. But also that come it comes in a big responsibility because he is taking over for a legend in Green Bay, similar to the style that that happened with um, Aaron Rodgers taking over for uh, Brett Favre. And with this connection, we all know how everybody is out there up in Green Bay, up in that Wisconsin uh, big cheese state. They love their their football. And everybody's been supportive around him this year, saying that he's going to do big things this year. And they've also been talking about with Jordan Love finally getting the chance just to take over, saying that he has been looking nice up in these preseason games. And with him looking nice in these preseason games, we also think that he's going to be able to take that next step up. But then he's going to be able to carry, put the team on his back this year. And like what I mentioned before, uh, the the sleepers that I had was was Luke Musgrave. He's going to be relying on Luke Musgrave a lot within this offense. And then also another potential sleeper as, as well is Mr. Jaden Reed. Because he oh, yeah. does like throwing to Mr. Jaden Reed in the slots. Did not bring him up 
on this because I wanted to focus on these two guys right here. But you can also be thinking about getting Mr. Jaden Reed in your dynasty leagues right now. If if I was potentially you and you don't have Mr. Jaden Reed on your on your team, just kick a third round, uh, kick a third rounder to the guy just to see like what he'll do. You might be able to get him for like a fourth rounder, mm-hmm. depending on how how knowledgeable the uh, your uh, league mates are. But if I'm you, I would try to kick some picks just to just to acquire Mr. Um, Mr. Jaden Reed. But because his QB is Mr. Jordan Love. And right now, Mr. Jordan Love is sitting at uh, his ADP. Hmm. He deep down there. Oh, snap. So he is at he's at QB 20 at his ADP is at 152. I think that could be low for him. I think he has the potential. He might be able to get into if if he plays his cards right and does what I think he can end up doing as a sleeper QB. He has the potential to be a tier one QB for you Whoa. this year. QB QB twenty QB twelve is what you think. Yeah, I think he has that potential with with that offense and with him taking over. I think he has the potential to vault himself into QB 12 range as long as he continues doing what he's doing and on that same trajectory, like how when Brett Favre was in there and then Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers took off after him, Mm -hmm. we saw how Aaron Rodgers just took off. Mm -hmm. I think Jordan Love is going to do the exact same thing as history repeats itself. And history has been good for Green Bay when it comes to QBs. All the way back to one one of the QBs like John Stark or something like that. Who? John Stark. Who's QB? Uh, the Green, Green Bay, Bay Packers. Bart Stark. Is it Bart Stark? I thought it was Jordan Stark. Uh, uh-uh. you mean like like the the who put them on the map? Bart Stark. Bart Stark was the from way 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 back in the day when the leagues first mm-hmm. started. Oh, yeah, it's Bart Stark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I really think he's going to end up doing something nice this year. You think Jordan? I mean, they, they have they, they definitely have a, a top five offensive line. They always do good um, in Green Bay. Well, because you got to look at what they have around him right now. Oh. So they have uh, at at running back they have AJ. I mean Aaron Jones. Uh, they have AJ Dillon. Right now. Do not knock me when I'm about to say this. Uh-oh. Here we go, y'all. I personally think they have another, a better running back on their team right now. Oh, yeah, buddy. That is a rookie. And the reason why I'm saying that, I want to see in this third preseason game, we're going to look to see what he ends up doing. But Emmanuel Wilson, I think Emmanuel Wilson has already carved himself a spot to be on that team. We already know Aaron Jones gets hurt every year. We already know AJ Dillon gets hurt as well. And if and if Emmanuel Wilson can end up getting that RB three role in that mm-hmm. offense, he might end up taking over that role, similar to how uh, what's the guy's name was b- before Aaron Jones got there. He was like number forty four or something like that. Mm. Oh, I remember, dude. He, he just came out like on, on third down. I remember, dude. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I, just, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm a. I gotta find that guy. I cannot uh, but name. I think he could end up having that. Uh, he can end up having that type of role 
in the in that offense if he ends up making the team, which I think he, personally he's going to make the team. And then if he oh, does yeah. not, if he, if he does not make the team, guys out there, please end up grabbing him and just stash him. If, if it's on like your practice squad, if it's on your taxi squad, make sure you get some Emmanuel Wilson. Mm-hmm. The guy has a lot of potential and he has got his opportunity and he has already shown what he can do with his opportunity. Yes, we know it was with some third and fourth strings, but he's showing you that potential of what he can do. Right. Unless, and I'm pretty sure the reason why he's been running with the third and fourth team is because Green Bay's been trying to stash him so he can be up on the practice squad. But the one thing that I can say about that cat, Mr. Emmanuel Wilson, is when the lights are on, the dude is ready to shine. Shine. And the dude's been shining. So we are going to run back through the top sleepers who you should be getting up in this year's uh, draft. So we have, going back, we have, we have Mr. Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is Tank. If JT don't sign, go ahead. This is if JT does not sign. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all heard him. He had to throw that in there real quick. That in there. We got Mr. Tank Bidsby, Mr. Hayden Hurst, Mr. Jawan Johnson, Mr. Jake Ferguson, Luke Musgrave, M- Mr. Marvin Mims. Mr. Jahan Dotson, mm-hmm. and last two but not least, Mr. Keontae Ingram, and then Mr. Jordan Love. Those are the top 10 sleepers that we think you need to be targeting in your rookie drafts because they can end up doing big numbers for you in this. And we would also like to thank everybody for watching this on YouTube for everybody that has ended up subscribing. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Sorry, before you close out, I do want to run through four quick players, honorable mentions. Oh, the honorable mentions? You want to do some honorable yeah, mentions? I'm going to run through them real okay. quick. Real quick. Um, this wide receiver. Man, you was like a kid up in the day. Yeah, going. Raise my like, hand. Hey, hey, don't forget. Hey, hey. hey. Um, the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals, Charlie Jones. Um, oh, you yeah. what you know about Mr. Charlie yeah, Jones? Yeah, you know, I, I do a little research every now and again, just, just a little bit. Uh he was a fourth rounder this year. We all mm-hmm. know that Tyler Boyd will be a free agent next year. So From Purdue. He's gone. Uh right now he's playing mm-hmm. the Latorn label. But be on the lookout. He had four he had four catches last game. So be on the lookout for Charlie Jones. Right. Um the others, another another Cincinnati wide receiver. I can't pronounce his last name, Andre. Oh, Mr. Andre Igazala? Igo Silvers or something like that. All uh-huh. I know is he had, he's had 20 targets in two games. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know much about him. Do your research. But A-N-D-R-E-I-I-O-S-I-L-B-A-S. Do your research on him. So just so you know, I will add that to a slide, everybody. So if you don't know who is who yeah, he's talking about, talking about, I will add it so you you can see at the very end. Um, I was like 20 Some of the honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, my third one is Tank Dale. We all know Tank Dale. Tank Dale is, he's small. He's miniature. Mm-hmm. But we know that uh, John mentioned going to be in the slot, which is pretty much done. Um, and Nico Collins, he's an average, he's an average uh, big play guy. 
But Tank Dell has a combination of big playability and low red zone dominance. So okay. look out for him. And last but not least, it's my guy. He's been also been balling in the preseason. He had a great rookie minicamp. He's been balling in the preseason. I know he does not have an ACL. However, Tajay Spears, mm-hmm. you don't look out. He was drafted in the third round. You know how Mike Braville does. Um, if not, this Jacob is a free agent in 2024. When he leaves, it's going to be all. And, and if they don't draft a running back next year, it's going to be all all hands on deck for Tajay Spears. And don't be shocked if Jake Henry gets traded midseason. Like they stink, they start out three and six or whatever, two and two and six. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody reaching out for Jake Henry next year. This is his last year on the contract. So mm-hmm. Tajay Spears, and don't be surprised if Tajay Spears could be a, a, a RB one in twenty twenty four if they don't got the running back next year. Those are my four sleepers. My four okay. sleepers, excuse me. So would you stash these players? Like, do you think they're gonna have potential in this year? Or do you think it's good to I, stash them for like their potential next year? Once you brought up, you know, once you brought up Mr. Charlie Jones, I had a big smile because you know, up in our rookie draft, yeah, I ended up uh, taking him and I was telling y'all the reason why. Mm-hmm. And everything that you just said is the reason why I ended up taking him because I don't expect for him to do anything big this year, Correct. but next year is when he's going to take him to the role. And I think that's the reason why they ended up getting two young rookie wide receivers because they know they're not going to be able to pay T, uh, T. Higgins. Oh, so, so they need to go pay T. Higgins. I don't think they're going to pay T. Higgins because you you got to also pay uh, Jamar Chase. Right. But I, I, and then I, you, I think and didn't they know. pay Burrow yet or no? no? That's how we're going to know. Depends on what Joe Burrow takes. If Joe Burrow takes, I don't think they. But Justin Herbert, I don't, like you know, the biggest, largest contract. If he takes like like the next up, you're right. Mm-hmm. They will not be able to pay T Higgins, and, I, and I'm sure they're going Jamar Chase over T Higgins. So yep. it depends on if Joe Burrow takes the pay. If he takes a pay cut, I think they'll they'll pay and keep T Higgins. If not, T Higgins is going because I, I think they see they see Jamar Chase is the one. He's the alpha. Well, Jamar Chase is the alpha, and yeah. with that being said, they drafted two rookie tight ends just to get groomed well, underneath Jamar Chase, underneath the wide receiver room. So that's the reason why I think uh, Charlie Jones and Mr. Andre is going to end up vaulting into next year to be in those potential wide receiver two, wide receiver three position behind Mr. Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. The only person and they might just. Right. And I just think they're just going to get rid of him. But I also think now I'm just saying this right now. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the backup QB situation for the Browns and then the backup QB oh. for the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't Mr. Uh, Aiden. DTR. DTR Aiden. <laughs> and then Mr. Aiden. Is is it O'Connell? O'Connell. Is that his last yeah, name? Aiden O'Connell. Mr. Aiden O'Connell did his thing in college at Purdue, Purdue. and the boy has been looking nice up in these preseason games, and he's been showing Mr. Uh, What's the head coach up in in the Vegas, Mr. Uh, Josh Daniels. Josh McDaniels, yeah. He's been showing him that he can actually burn, so 
don't be shocked if uh if Mr. Jimmy G gets his job taken from him. Let Jimmy G go down. It's a wrap. It's, getting it back. And, and, and you see what what number they gave him too. I was like, that's see, I think yeah, that's, that's a, disrespectful to Derek Carr, who should that's probably that, be the uh, greater ring of honor, right? Damn, but they, that's that's that wait a minute. That's that's definitely wait a minute. That's, like, a, man, that's a disrespectful on that, bro. That's a wait a minute moment right there where you just hold on. Two minutes. He, he ain't even been he ain't even packed his bags and they already gave that jersey away to him. He ain't him. sold his house yet. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But, he ain't giving his number away. Like, damn. But that's the reason that's one guy I'm I don't think he's gonna do big numbers, but if if y'all are out there up in like Superflex or something like that, um, he would be a nice stash to actually have because I do think he's gonna take over Mr. Jimmy G. And then I said Mr. DTR bec- oh, yeah. because uh, he has been balling for the Cleveland Browns. But with him, we know they did pay Mr. Desh- Deshaun Watson all that money. And with their paying him all that money, they're going to let him be the starter. But let that let Mr. Deshaun Watson go down. Oh, yeah. And then he comes in balling. It's going to be a big talk up in the Cleveland Browns area. They're in good hands. But because, yeah, they good. are. But those are the honorable mentions, and those are the top 10 sleepers that we think you should end up drafting in your dynasty redraft fantasy football leagues for 2023. We thank y'all for watching this episode 11, The Sleepers. Please do not forget to like, comment, subscribe. Give us a five-star ratings out there on the Apple Podcast. And don't forget that our podcast drops every Tuesday. At 6.30 in the morning, every Tuesday at 6.30 in the morning. And then if you want to watch it up on up on the video form, you can watch it on on our YouTube channel, which is powered by Cerberus Fantasy Sports, mm-hmm. which the website should be launching pretty soon. Uh-oh. But we're going we're gonna to wait for a little Great. bit because uh, the Cerberus Fantasy Sports has actually been helping us with some of our stats and everything uh, up, up on the back end. But that website should be launching soon, and it's going to be catering to the uh, the people out there up in the campus, the Canton area for the college and fantasy football league. So go and give them a check out. Right now, they've been writing articles down up in the weeds and everything, just putting out good content. But don't forget just to check them out. And we also want to thank everybody for taking the time to even watch the video because for y'all watching the video and then listen to the podcast, we are truly gracious and then appreciate it. And if there's anything that you want to see us do different, let us know down up in the comments. We are very interactive. We just want to know we're trying to get better each and every episode. We want to just tell us what you want to listen to and then how we can get better. And we'll do the best that we can. And eventually once we start getting more subscribers is it's easy just go and click that like button just hit subscribe eventually down the road we're going to start giving away some prizes and everything based off the determine like how many likes we end up getting shoot might be giving away jerseys might be giving away posters t-shirts footballs signed Mm -hmm. by by some of the guys that, that that you like out there, like Mr. Jamar Chase, what? like a, like a Mr. Justin Jefferson, maybe like a Joe Burrow, and things like that. But I'd like to thank y'all once again. We I'm your y'all. host, Mr. Christian underscore CFS, and our co-host is Mr. K Camp. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for joining. Mm-hmm. Anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate y'all.
Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for checking out another episode of Cerberus Green Iron Podcast, powered by Cerberus Fantasy Sports. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.